Welcome to Three Tales Max, the chronicles of my life. And I'm putting this together for really my family. The reason I call this Three Tales Max is if you hear more than three of these tales at one time, I guarantee you you're going to say, that guy's lying, that cannot possibly be true. Well, this is the truth as I remember it. An autobiography, a recap of my life, the chronicles of Three Tales Max. Conference season. I'm telling you, it wears on you. It really wears on you. Um, you tend to get really cranky, and, and you know, especially when you're going three, four days this week. You have a couple of days off, and you keep going another four days in a row, and you're, you know, different time zones, and, and oh my God, I, I mean, you're driving, you're flying, and sometimes I just take a train um, just to be different, just so yeah, it's to break something up. I, I you know. Th- you wake up in the morning and you're in a hotel room and you don't know where you are exactly. You got to get oriented, whatever. This is kind of the life I live for several months out of the year. I travel. I travel a lot. It's, you know, I travel to Europe. I wouldn't say I go often, but I go there with some regularity. One of the things I, I don't do is drive when I'm in Europe, uh, especially when you're driving on the wrong side of the road compared to the United States. Again, depends on what perspective you have here, which side of the road is correct and which side of the road is wrong to drive on. I get it. I just don't drive, okay? I just don't like to do it. I just don't feel comfortable. This is in concept. I'm sure that if I started to do it, I could adjust to it. This one trip to Europe, there's uh, it's a fairly big conference. It's an international conference I'm going to. And for whatever reason, I'm not going by myself. I've, I have some uh, peers of mine are going with me. Uh, we're all going as a group. You know, not going with me. We're going as a group. We're all going to participate in this international conference. Yeah, so, so one of my buddies, he's as much of a control freak as I am. You know, he's got this thing all planned out, man. He's got some steps A through step Z, the end of the conference planned out. So I don't, I don't really have to do too much at this conference. Uh, I do, like I said, you probably have heard in the past, I do plan in advance. This buddy of mine has already done the planning. What happens when you leave the eastern coast of the United States and you go to uh, the UK, you always, at least I have always, left at like 9 o'clock-ish at night. And then you arrive in Europe about, this was not 100% perfect, but about 9 o'clock in the morning of the next day. So you have this plane ride, and this plane ride's about six, seven hours, depends on, and uh, you know, you're, yeah, I don't sleep in the plane, as you well know. I just don't. I just don't feel great when I get off the plane. I need just some, some recoup time. This, this group of people, the four of us, we land at the airport, we get out, we go to the rental car place, we have this rental car. Like, like I said, my buddy has this thing planned down to the wire about what he's going to do and when he's going to do it. The only thing that happened that probably shouldn't have happened is my buddy who did all the planning was assuming he was going to drive. And in turn, my, one of the other people drove. I don't know why that happened. I don't care at this point in time. I'm like I said, I'm just like, I'm going to get in the car. I'm going to try to fall asleep. I'm going to show you what a chainsaw sounds like inside of a car. Well, you know, he has never driven in a place where you drive on the left side of the road. Okay. And it's a right-hand drive car. Those things we don't have in the United States. We don't have much of. We, he's never driven one. 
Okay, so it takes a little bit of getting used to. This guy's like, oh, I'm going to drive this. It's like, all right, you know, he's working on it. And, and he's messing around a little bit. And, and the buddy who'd done all the planning sat in the front seat with him. I'm sitting in the back seat. And because you know, I know I'm, I know I'm going to go out. I've been up since like 6 a.m. two days ago. Again, depends on time frame, lapse, all that kind of stuff. I've been up pushing 30 hours right now. No sleeping. I'm on edge. Okay, Mr. Mr. Control Freak here. Not no sleep. It's it doesn't look good. So this guy's learning to drive and you know getting some pointers from the other guy in the front seat, and I'm not really care. And all of a sudden I hear, well, let's take the ocean view route. Well, that's not what was planned. And the ocean view route from where we were at the airport until where we were going, we had probably a four or five hour drive in this car. It took us a lot longer, all right? It took us much longer than we thought it was going to be. So, you know, whatever, we're driving along. And I maybe get a couple cat naps. I don't know. I'm sure I got the elbow from the guy in the back seat with me. If I fell asleep and started snoring, they, you know, it's just not polite, but I can't help it. So you know, we're in this car. It's a little tiny car compared to American cars. This is a very small car, and I'm not a small man. Uh, the four of us, you know, the three other people are average size, and I'm oversized. But we're in this car, and we're making it work, okay? So driving down the road, okay, the, there's the driver, and then there's the, you know, navigator, so to speak, in front seats. And the navigator's got the, this was before we had GPS, or if we had GPS, it didn't work in in. Uh, our GPS didn't work in Europe. Again, not sure exactly why, but we were working off of paper maps. So we come into this this city. It was a fairly large city, I, I guess. I don't know. I don't even know what the name of the city was. So we're in this silly city, and the navigator says, all right, you're going to go up here, you're going to turn right. Well, he, you know, he said it too late, so the driver couldn't make the right-hand turn. And I think the driver maybe was didn't like to make right-hand turns, all right? I'm not sure why. Okay, so we just kind of loop around like any city. You just kind of loop around, get back on the route. You're coming back up to us like, now remember, you're going to take a right up here. You're going to take a right up here. The driver gets there and turns left. Oh my God, come on. Right. Don't you know the difference between right and left? We're all having slept. We're all getting kind of cranky. Once again, we, you know, weasel through the city. We come back around. Now we're back on the same road we'd entered the city on. We're coming down here. All of us in the car now are telling the driver, turn right at this intersection. Turn right, turn right, turn right. Driver's like, yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. Boom, he turns left again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now, I'm just, I'm seeing red. No sleep, no pain pills, nothing. I'm just my sober self. Well, we finally get out of this city. I don't know how. But somehow we got out of this city without people dying in the car. So here I am, Mr. Control Freak, right? And I'm already, you know, no sleep, you know, cranky in a car where, you know, I'm sitting in the left side of the car that's near the curb. It's, uh, you know, it's just weird even to be a passenger. So anyways, I've, I've now gotten in the front seat. Because the, the previous navigator was done. It's like, okay, it's a straight road from here to where we're going. Just don't turn off of this route, whatever it was. So he gets in the back. I get in the front. Still driving down the road. Da, 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 da. And I'm cringing. Like, traffic is coming. And the driver is to my right. 
where the center of the road is and traffic's coming on him. And he's just not a good driver, no matter which country he's in. Okay. At least that's how I'm feeling because he's seeing the, the traffic coming. He's getting really close to the, to the left side of the road and there's a curb this is where, where this is happening right now. I've talked about there was a curb and I could see this curb. There's a little tiny car. That car hits that curb. We're flipping. All right. We're just, we're just a grease spot on some road. No one's ever going to see us ever again. Oncoming traffic's getting close in the driver's mind. Not in mine. He's getting real close to the curb and I'm, I'm just all of a sudden, I break out in a scream. I start to yell at the top of my lungs at the driver. Pull over. Pull over now. I can't take any more of this. I got to get out of this car. I need a drink. I need a cigar. And I need a meal. Pull over now. We need to find this. Well, so everybody now is awake and going, oh, geez, what, what happened? Max is like flipping out. Well, I don't, you know, like I said, I'm just a control freak that needs some sleep and a drink and a cigar and some food. We get all that, get back in the car, boom, we hit the hotel. Okay, so we're at this conference and we're doing our things. And, and uh, where we were, it's pretty far north. It, it's usually you know cold and rainy there. Well, for whatever reason, there was a super big heat wave. There, hadn't, there was no rain. It was really hot. People, like old people, were having some health problems. It was so hot. And this hotels are your quintessential quintessential. European style hotel. It's quite old, um, beautiful building, right? Beautiful rooms. Um, what's really different for me, being an American, is when you go to, to places like this, it's not uncommon. You know, there's one shower. Men and women shower in the same place. The whole floor. Like this hotel was three floors, so each floor had its own shower. You had to go to the shower. You know, you had to be. You know, you had to be polite. I know anybody there, you know, male coming in, you know, whatever, just trying to get into the shower, take a shower every day. That wasn't as easy as you would think it would be um, if you're in your ho- a hotel room that has its own shower. And breakfast was served family style. We, you know, breakfast was served every day. It was not a bed, so-called bed and breakfast, but breakfast was served from like six to nine. I, I forget the time frame. And you went down and this is what they had. Right? It was what we call family style. You sit down, there was a plate in front of you, there's a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, silverware, the food came out in, in serving bowls, you took what you wanted. You know, home style. Here's this think about where we are. You gotta put yourself in this in this hotel. It's really hot. There's no there's no air conditioning, okay? This hotel doesn't has never needed air conditioning in its entire existence because it's a fairly cold climate. Or I should say cold, fairly cool climate and fairly rainy climate. No air conditioning, right? Well, at the end of the day, as I've told you before, you know the our our group of of researchers and and and, and conferencees kind of go for happy hour, for a cocktail hour, or whatever. We get together, we have a social gathering right after the conference is over. Well, it also kind of ends up that when you're done going out for the evening, we started to gather as a group. Uh, again, we're not from the area. We're from we're all Americans. Under we all of a sudden we realized that we're in a, in this. You know, I wouldn't say a lobby. It was kind of a, like a meeting room in this hotel. It was a fairly large room. There's probably 15, 20 people there. The room's not crowded. We're talking. It's hot. You know, it's like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. We're we're there. Well, we find out that you can order a drink 
from the hotel any time of the day or night as long as you're staying there. Now you can't pay money for this drink. You have to put these this these drinks on your tab on your on your on your hotel bill, and you're going to pay for them when you when you check out. It's kind of a rule. I don't know if it's common for me. It was I've never been someplace where I can drink 24 hours a day in the public's eye. You know, if I want to drink all day long, I had to be someplace where I was buying my own booze after the bar shut down. So this well, this goes on for a few days. Social hour, everybody goes out, does something for the evening, everybody comes back to our hotel. Why? Because I think it had the biggest meeting room. Plus, uh, me and my one buddy are like, yeah, just, you, know, you can put your alcohol on my room. I have to buy it. You can't. And you know, so people are handing you money. Hey, here's, you know, here's 20, here's 50 bucks, whatever, to, to pay for the booze that they've been drinking. You know, it's not like they're trying to get something for nothing. Goes on for a couple of days. And we're there one night and, and, it's especially busy and we're especially thirsty. And then there's a lot of liquor flowing, you know, after hours to this. It's, it's odd too how you get it. There's like a bar there. And at some point in time, I've never been there when it happened. They pull this like chain gate down and there's about a 12 by 12 square hole in the gate. So you would order a drink. You have to get somebody who's working there. It might be someone who's sweeping the floors. It might be somebody, I don't know who it is, but it's not a bartender. It's just an employee of this, of this place. I want a draft, I want a whiskey, I want whatever, bourbon. And they, they hand it to you. So after a little while, after a few days, someone is back there that hasn't, I don't know if they didn't know us or were concerned about us drinking or whatever. I go up there and I say, oh, I, you know, I'll have a, you know, I'll have a whiskey. And they get the, you know, you had to sign for it. You know, this is, you know, my bill, Max, whatever. The guy looks, he's like, are you with him? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're together. We're the residents here. Like we've been, you know, buying some, some alcohol. He's like, do you have any idea what your bar bill is right now? Cause see, we checked in, started drinking. I was like, no, I, I don't know what my bar tab is. So he's like, man, you ought to think about it. He's like, this is a really big bar tab and there's two of them. I'm like, what? What do you mean two of them? What do you mean big? I'm thinking like, $50,000 or something big. I don't know. <laughs> well, let's just put it this way, you know. It was more than a thousand bucks, right? But remember, I've been getting money for it, cash money, the whole time. So I didn't, it wasn't all my expense, but it was a pretty big barbell. And they were quite concerned about how much we were drinking. Not that we were in trouble. We never got rowdy, nothing like that. It was just, holy moly, this is a big bill. I, again, I don't, I don't exactly know why it came up, but that, that seemed a little odd to me. The whole, like, you walk up to a chain link fenced-off area, there's a 12 by 12 hole, you say, oh, I want beer, here comes a beer out, and you walk away. No money, no fuss, no must, just keep drinking. You're living here, you can drink as long and as hard as you want. Kind of nice. So, I said a few days of this going on, we're going to the conference and realize the conference is about to conclude, and, and it's like the day before I'm going to leave, I have... You know, two days before I'm going to leave and I get to thinking about going home. Talking to the group of people I came with and they're like, oh, well, I forgot to tell you, you know, we're, we're staying here. We're not going back to the States. You're on your own to get home. That's like four hour car ride from the, ho the hotel to the airport. And I don't want to drive. I don't even know how to get there. I don't have a map. I'm going to have to go buy maps. And da, 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 right? And now well, I don't have any ground transportation. I can't get there. I don't know what I'm going to do. 
So I don't have a way home. Again, conference freak, or excuse me, um, you know, kind of a control freak here. What am I going to do? You know, I'm, I'm talking it's like talking to some people at this conference, like, oh man, I can't believe I did this. You know, I got to find my way home. I didn't set it up in advance. I don't drive. I've never driven on uh, the opposite side of the road a customer driving on. And one of the conference attendees like, oh, listen, uh, you know, I have some relatives here. So I'm going to go visit them. Uh, there's a train station in the town that I'm going to take you, I'm going to go to. If you want to, you just hitch a ride with me and you get grab a train, get to the airport and, and get yourself home. I'm like, well, where do I buy these train tickets? He's like, just calm down. You walk into the station and you buy the train's ticket. It's like, well, what does the train come? He's like, I don't know. He's like, all I know is there's a train station there. So, you know, here I am, Mr. Control Freak. Been drinking for four days straight, four days and nights straight. Okay, I'm sobering up, trying to get home. Get in a car with somebody I don't know. Well, I shouldn't say I don't know them. I mean, I saw them on stage with me, but I, you know, don't really know them. It's the first time I've ever hung out with them. They're really nice. Give me a ride to their house, their relative's house, whatever town. I didn't see the house. And they're like, here's the train station. I pull in, drop off, and okay, I need to get to the airport. I don't even know the name of the airport. I have to pull out my tickets, you know, and that's when we had still had paper tickets. There's no, like, stuff on your cell phones. And, you know, I didn't have a cell phone even at the time. And I'm looking, I was like, hey, I need to get to, you know, this airport. You know, can I get a train ticket? It's like, yeah, you can get a train ticket, but you got to connect twice to get there. I'm like, what? Connect twice? No, no, no. He said, oh, no, no, that's wrong. You only have one connection. I'm like, what? I said, am I going to get there today? I mean, my flight's out tomorrow morning. And he's like, oh, yeah, you'll get there, but it'll be late, whatever. So I get this ticket no plan just get on the train you know luckily it was an english-speaking country i could understand what they're talking about i make my connection i get to the airport i go through customs i you know boom i'm out the door i shouldn't say go through customs i you know went through the the checks to get to the, the plane i get on a plane and get home just a really odd experience for me a really really odd experience i uh don't typically have those type of experiences when I'm in Europe. Other countries, other customs, other things to think about. That's all for now, folks. This is Three Tails Max signing off. It's not my...